morning, y'all. It's your girl, Savage Life TV, and you're listening to the first episode of UFC, UFC. aka UFC. your fave creative. UFC. Whether I'm your fave or not, I'm just here to share my creative journey with y'all in hopes to relate or inspire, you know, whichever you desire. If you're new here and don't know who the f- I am. That's totally okay. You can call me Sav. In this very first and very special episode of UFC, I'm gonna get into the nittiest and then the grittiest of my experience with NFTs. But before we dive right in, before we dip a toe, put on our swim cap, and just jump in, you know, I first want to start off this podcast how I'm gonna start off every podcast with the segment of vocab with Sav. Yes, yes, she's back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you followed me on my IG, you know that I done this vocab with Sav segment as reels, but I'm bringing it back in a better way. Okay, so I want this to be a learning moment. If anything, if you take anything away from my podcast, hopefully you learn a new word and if you already knew that word for the week then then I don't know I don't know what else to say pal thanks Uh, yeah pretty much thanks for tuning in so here we go here it is I actually have a vocab poll on my IG stories where I have my followers pick which word they want to learn for the week so last week it was a battle between platitude and propitious and the winner for the vocab of the week is platitude Platitude. All right, y'all. So platitude is the word. Platitude. Like, just say it one more time. Sav, damn, right? Platitude. (laughs) Spelled P-L-A-T-I-T-U-D-E. It's an adjective. It means cliche remark or statement. It's a thought used way too often. You know, we actually use a lot of platitudes in our daily language, but I mean, I never recognize them as platitudes. So for example, a very common platitude that you hear all the time. It is what it is. Even though it's cliche, it it pretty much works because then people agree like, you know what, it is what it is. Another popular one that we say is nobody's perfect, right? Because you know, nobody's perfect. That's a good one. That's used just so often, but it it has some truth to it. And I'll, and I'll say some platitudes actually have some truth in it. It's kind of like a, a basic truth, you know? So it doesn't really help, nor does it hinder. It's just like a very neutral type of statement. Sometimes I use a lot of platitudes when a stranger is just telling me way too much information that I need to know at that moment of time. And I just respond with, it is what it is. Hey, you know, that's how life works. You know, just the basic bare minimum advice. That's what platitudes are. All right, so platitudes, there it is. There you have it, take it home with ya. Right, y'all, so here we go. NFTs, right? NFTs. I call them nifty gifties because they are nifty. They're nifty gifties. If you do not know what an NFT is, or you know kind of what it is, but never really researched what the f- 
it actually is. I'm here to break it down to you in the most simplest terms. NFT stands for non-fungible token. It's essentially a digital asset that replaces anything in the real world, such as art, music, video game assets, anything you can kind of think of that can turn into a digital asset that can be sold. Now, these digital assets, aka NFTs, are only bought and sold online through cryptocurrency, and the data is stored on a blockchain. This blockchain works as like a public ledger to show all transactions on that certain chain within that certain currency. It's a very interesting thing. I mean, blockchain itself can be kind of a drag to listen to or to learn about, but that's essentially what you need to know about NFTs. Quarter one of 2022, I dabbled into the world of NFTs that I never thought I ever would, to be very honest. I have two businesses. I have Worthy Op, which is a unisex streetwear brand, and I have Operations, which is a graphic design animation service. And quarter one, I didn't do jack shit to both of those. I didn't work on anything new. Quarter one was just a doozy. So instead of my two businesses, I was in the NFT world as an amateur NFT artist for the project called Surface Riders. Now let me tell you something about Surface Riders, all right? Surface Riders was a ragtag of 4,444 randomly generated cartoon characters just riding the surface of the blockchain. Now, as the artist, I didn't draw all 4,444 characters, but I drew the 250 plus traits into generating those characters as that many. It's, it's, whew, it was, it was a lot. Our main utility is that your NFT could be featured in our cartoon show in which you would earn residuals, credits, some sort of compensation. That's pretty cool, right? Things weren't as simple as I honestly thought it would be. Not that I thought NFTs were like stupidly simple, but just I did not know there were a lot of working parts into doing this, like whoa. Having an NFT project takes a lot of time at which we were dedicated to put all that time in, but it was only two of us. Yeah, you can't do shit with just two of us. It's on an NFT project. It's kind of hard. Aww. Regardless of the obstacles, I had a really fun time creating this project. Really grateful for the new skill and the experience. And honestly, I just want to share with y'all three things that I found really helpful when starting an NFT project that I wish I knew beforehand. But hey, it's okay. Nobody's perfect, right? Hey, right, platitudes, remember, remember. I just wanna break down three main things you need to know in creating an NFT project just from my amateur experience. I am in no way a professional master at NFTs, someone who got rich off of NFTs. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am your friendly neighborhood creative, okay? But I do wanna share three main things, three basic things you just need to know if you are looking to start your own project just to get your mind right. So here we go. Number one, know your audience. Having an NFT is like having a business. You gotta know your target audience. You gotta know who you wanna sell to. Who do you think is gonna like your artwork, what you're going for, any of that. Very, very important. And knowing your audience can be a tricky thing because for me personally, I like to be as inclusive as possible. So for me, I'm always like, well, 
anybody can be my audience. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to cut off to certain people. Like, I want everybody to be part of this. But hey, not everyone wants to be part of your thing, okay? So this is why you can't think super broad. You got to narrow down what you're looking for. You got to narrow down your audience, your people, your customers. You got to tap into who you want to sell to. So if you're looking to start an NFT, I recommend defining that the first thing you do when you're making a project. Find out what your project represents, who do you want to reach to, and what kind of community you want to build. Number two, having a team. You need a team. Oh my God, you need a team. I'm telling you, me and my partner, it was literally and us trying to run this NFT project and do everything is literally impossible. And if you're like me, I like to do everything myself. And this is the one thing that I just, I just could not do everything myself. You need a team. You need a team. Let me tell you why, right? Okay, let's say you're the mastermind, right? Let's say you have all these ideas, but you're not an artistic person. Okay, cool. You hired an artist. Bet. Now it's just you two, right? That's not enough though. What is involved with an NFT, right? You got to think of an NFT not only as a business, but a community that you are creating, curating. And you don't have to look at that way, but in my experience, I've seen the most successful NFT projects being backed by a very heavily populated, diehard-like community, people who have a sense of pride of being part of that community. They have that sense of belonging. They love it. They promote the out of it. Like it's really like a family, like a virtual family that you're building. When you look at an NFT in that sense as building a community, it's not going to be enough just being the mastermind and having an artist. Discord is a huge thing in the NFT community. That's how buyers, collectors, people involved in that project can communicate with each other, can know more about the project. Essentially your Discord channel is like your NFT world. With that being said, Who's gonna run the Discord? Are you the mastermind? Are you the artist? Where, where you two already are doing so many different things? No! You need to have like a Discord moderator and you need at least like three. Can't just have one. Just imagine this, right? Think of the Discord chat room as like a party. You arrive to this party, there's hella people. Imagine that there's no DJ, there's no bathroom, there's no one hosting. There's just, there's just hella people in one room just talking. That's exactly how it's like when you have a Discord chat room and no moderators. You got people asking questions and no answers. You got a lot of going on. So you need moderators that's gonna be on Discord for like eight hours a day. And you need more than one because you need people to switch off. The cool thing about Discord is that it brings so many different people together around the world, right? People from different time zones can kind of be in one chat room and just talk and get to know each other. But what this also means is that because people from differing time zones can be in your group and your community, there's gonna be at least one person active. So what's a really smart tip is that if you could get moderators, hire moderators that are from different time zones. For example, we had a guy in Amsterdam. So it was really cool because he would do the hours that we were sleeping, but it was like active for that whole like hemisphere. So it's ideal, but again, like you gotta think about that. Shit. 
So here we go. Here we go. You got you get the mastermind, you got the CEO, you got the artist, you got your Discord moderators, right? Oh, oh, you're also going to need a social media manager, someone that's going to dedicate as much time as like the Discord moderators will dedicate on the Discord platform. But instead on Twitter or IG, you're going to need someone who's going to promote your project, be part of Twitter spaces, network that way, get your following game up, all that jazz. You're going to need that. On top of that, if you want to outsource your NFT project to not just be on NFT hosting sites such as OpenSea and you want to have your own website where people can learn more about your project, know about the roadmap, you're gonna need a website builder, but somebody that not just builds a website from scratch, but if you wanna have your NFT minted on your website first before it goes to auction on OpenSea, then you're gonna need your website builder to incorporate this sort of mint now button where it connects wallets to your website, the button to the blockchain, all that just fun nitty gritty stuff about NFTs, right? Just all that, it just, it's a lot, it's a lot. So I'll just stop it here. What I'm trying to stress to you guys though is the importance of having a team, not just having a team, but a reliable team in which every member of this team has a designated job to help grow and build your project. The one question I would ask so many people in this NFT space just so I can get like a, a variety of answers is what makes a successful NFT? The number one answer was community building. So make sure you have that reliable team that sees the vision as deep as you do and is willing to build this world with you. They can't see the vision, your world won't survive. Hey y'all, so how we doing? How we doing so far? Everybody doing okay? Everybody doing good? We are almost there. I know I've been talking about NFTs this whole episode. I mean, that's that was the point of this episode, but this particular episode is sponsored by NFTs. I mean, I wish it was, cause that just would have been too, too, too perfect. Anyway, the last thing I wanna talk about is number three, having a budget. I super recommend figuring out all of that money shit before you actually put some money down, you know? You're gonna wanna do your research. You're gonna wanna shop around. Sites like Fiverr and Upwork are perfect to kind of shop around NFT services that you might need. Also, keep in mind of the scarcity of people who work in this market, who do this kind of NFT building, generating whatever you need for your project. It is scarce. And because it's so scarce, the demand of these services can be really high. Prices can vary, you know, you're just gonna wanna do your research and find that price that best fits you, your team, and or investors. And whatever route you wanna get into with NFTs, say it's not even what I've been talking about, but it's like one of one art pieces, music, whatever, and what have you, do not sleep on how much your project will cost you when starting out. I mean, if you wanna go the route that my partner and I went to in the character generating, having a website, like just trying to make our project as big as, you know, Whoa, two minute warning. That scared the f out of me, y'all. I didn't even, I forgot I put that there. 
Wow. You know what? We're just going to wrap this up real quick. If you're looking to create a huge NFT project, right? You want that to be your bread and butter. You want to stop working at your nine to five and you want to get paid via cryptocurrency, right? You're going to need to spend money to make money, right? That's a platitude. That's a platy right there. Hey, that's another platitude of the day. Also, y'all, I am just speaking from experience. I am in no way an expert, but boy, if I knew these tips early on, this would have definitely helped me prepare better. Let me just go through them one more time. Got to know your budget, how much things are going to cost for you, your team, potential investors. Got to have a reliable team and where every team member has a designated job to help grow the project. And lastly, you gotta know your audience. In the NFT space, your audience equals your community. It equals your supporters, the people who are gonna be in your Discord, the people who are gonna be promoting your shit, putting your art as their little IV, AV, whatever you say it on Twitter, on Instagram, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But you want those kind of diehard people who support the shit out of your project. To find your audience, you gotta ask yourself, who is this project for? And of course you can say anybody. It's for anybody who likes it and wants to fuck with it. It's for anybody. Yes, I want Worthy Op to be for anybody, but not everyone's gonna buy. You gotta tap into the specifics of who you think this is intended for. Once you find that, go crazy. All right, y'all, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in on the first episode of UFC. I hope you learned some today. Feel free to give me a follow at savagelife.tv on IG to participate in the next week's vocab poll. If you want to learn something new, you know, I'll be here every Monday. So tune in. UFC is O-U-T.